0: Welcome to the Happiness Injection with me, Shadow. Woo! I am going to get you off your head with happiness without drugs or alcohol, yay! And now I'm working in Amazon and you get drugs tested so it better... (laughs) And alcohol tested so you better not be taking them whilst listening to this podcast. (laughs) Well, this week finds me... Uh, working in Amazon. Um, I, you may have seen on my social media, or if you're listening to this, if you, you know, where I'm back to being, Jeanette, um, due to COVID-19, I've had to go and get a job, a job, and it's in the Amazon factory, brand new factory opened, been open like five weeks. Um, and, it, it's different, yeah, it's different, because I am a primary school teacher, I went to school, I went to college, I became a teacher, I had my kids, I then became a teacher again, then I became a super duper famous teacher, um, but going to a factory is like so real, Um, and the reason if you listen to the previous podcast, Podcast 98, because this is Podcast 99, Um. The reason I've gone is to, like, get out of my own head, to recover from a breakup. Um, So many things have gone on during COVID-19 that I just needed to go and change my life, reboot my life and change it. And when I got to the factory on day one, there was, like... Pumping music, and I mean like proper pumping music out of a boogie box, which as a teacher, I always had a boogie box so you could have music outside. And um, I was like, wow, yeah, this is it. You know, it's going to be like, you know, what you read about Google and all that kind of stuff. Millions of people had said, it's going to be so hard. You're going to find this so hard. And people who work in factories were like, well, Shanette, I don't know if this is you. I think people underestimate me at times because, you know, yeah, I'm a super diva. I wear heels and lipstick most of the time, but I can also work quite hard. I've got a hard work ethic. And before I ever even went to college, I worked in lots of jobs from being 15 to being in a shop, in a really busy shop, to working in a really super busy cafe uh, for most of the summers, to working in hotels, to being a silver service waitress. You know, lots and lots of jobs, high pressure and busy, and hard graft. Graft is the word that we say in the northeast of England. So, um, I arrived at the factory, the bump in music. I thought, oh, it's going to be like working for Google. Probably going to slide to your like factory place. <laughs> <laughs> My factory is three floors high, and I, I am on the top floor, um, P three. Anyway, we got grouped, we went in, we got grouped, got a badge, Um, you wear masks, I'm wearing the masks my mum made for the NHS because they're beautiful material, a little bit different to everybody else, already I'm standing out, I've got my flat shoes on, Um, a bit like your first day in any job, I was nervous, I was thinking, oh my goodness, anyway you got your name shouted out, Uh, so we lined up and this man took us and we went for training and I soon realised that out of the nine of us lining up, I was the only English-speaking person. And the lady next to me said, I don't no speak English, help me, right? Who is now one of my best friends in the factory. Uh, and she doesn't speak hardly any English, but she nearly got crushed by a queen-size uh, bed the other day and I rescued her. So, we and Bezzy, she's Polish. I love, absolutely love her. She is an amazing woman. Um, now, the... Uh, then there was an African gentleman called Kebran who's very young. Um, he does seven night shifts. Seven. Okay. Five kill me. Seven. He does back-to-back shifts. And he's like, what is wrong with this? <laughs> I'm like, you crazy, Kebron. So I make his pack lunch. But that's another story. Anyway... We all goes up, We does this training, you could see everybody looking at me because they didn't understand what he was saying and he had a northern accent as well. And I was thinking, you're training nine people here and eight of them have no idea what you're talking about, right? They just come here to do a job. And I really, really compared it to being a teacher because if I have an EAL child, which is English as an additional language, I have to write a policy, you know, I have to make sure that I meet the child's needs. When I worked in Manchester, we had to have translators, um, you know, to see if they could understand their own language. I know these people are adults, but I thought there's actually no care for people with English as as an additional language, you know. Um, But also, one of the beautiful things about the factory is there is so many different cultures um, so, Kibron is now friends with um, the the African uh, people, which is so beautiful. Like, they're all friends. And uh, my Polish best friend, she's got two new Polish friends this week. And it's, like, beautiful watching their friendships go. Even maybe it's a little bit flirty. I don't know, because maybe Polish speaking is a bit flirty. I don't know, because I can't speak Polish. <laughs> but i tell you what's unfolding. Just beautiful stories before my eyes. So we go upstairs and um, meet the robots. Who knew robots could be so amazing? So Amazon now, this factory and the other factory that opens in September are robotic factories. So the robots basically are in charge. The people are just doing the menial tasks and and my job is called a stower. Um, and basically, the products come into the factory and they come upstairs via this super-duper conveyor belt that even is a bit like Willy Wonka's Chocolate Factory in my head. It even has a Helter Skelter one. And these totes, these boxes come and they're full of um, items of all variety of things, um, books and tenor ladies and... You know, uh, Durex lubricant or the lubricant is available. You know, all sorts, all amazing things. Um, and you, we have to load them and, and the robot, and it's very, very fast paced, and it's quite hard work. Um, and we're in like a factory line. And um, but then you start meeting people, don't you? And you start cracking on. And um, there are some factory fitties there. I cannot lie that make your eyes like go hello um and anyway so we go on and we're storing the robots and and the robots are in charge basically and the robots will report you if you don't do it properly um you have to (laughs) you have to store um 2000 items in your eight hour shift minimum okay they don't say that but you won't get kept on after four weeks as a stower if you'll have to go and do something else and i quite like stone and i quite like my team so anyway i go on the factory floor and i'm doing it and i I kept doing it wrong and then you set the red light off and then the robot doctor has to come um, and and fix the robot and then if you're not doing it fast enough the robot reports you the robot is so clever i can't even begin to tell you because so the factory if you imagine a massive 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 (laughs) well it's a thousand steps down one side that's how big it is okay Uh, imagine that as a rectangle and the robots are all in the middle in like a cage and you stand at the cage and they come to you and they're different sizes and they've got shelves all up them and my mum thought they were like proper robots but they're not they just like they, they're not like people robots, um, but they are in charge. And um, you store the robot. So we're storing, storing, storing. In it. And then the robot, you put something in, say like a phone case, and then you get another phone case. And the robot will project purple lights on the shelves that you are not allowed to put the item on. Because it might be a different color, might be all sorts. But if you break, it's called breaking magenta. If you break magenta, that robot will report you and you can actually shut the factory line if you do it too much. So um, to say that it's tricky for me is an understatement because it's shape, space and measure um, and I'm not very spatially aware um you know, reverse parking in the car park is quite tricky for me. So you can imagine, I, I get an item, I measure it, I have to make sure it fits in the box and sometimes it doesn't and the robot gets mad if you do if you try to put it in something and you don't put it in. Um, so you only get one chance. So it's quite high pressure uh, as well. And imagine doing that for like four hours off the belt. So, you do four hours, and then it's your break, and your break is 30 minutes long, okay? This, by this point, don't forget, I haven't said this to you, but I'm doing night shift. So, start at 11, my break's at three at the moment, and then at three o'clock, everybody on the factory line starts walking really fast, because it takes five minutes to get to the canteen, five minutes to walk to the canteen. So, realistically, and you have to be back on the factory line by half past 3 a.m., or you're in trouble so you have literally 20 minutes so everybody literally gets a coffee sits down you do get free tea and coffee and hot chocolate though and water and you sit down and then everybody's just eating no one's talking you're just eating And then you get back up again and then you go upstairs again. But the exciting thing is because you might have watched that Amazon video where it was so bad. It's not, it's not like that. You can go for a a wee whenever you want or the toilet, should I say, you can go to the toilet whenever you want. You can get water whenever you want, talk to other people whenever you want, but you can't take more than 10 minutes away from the robot. Otherwise, again, they'll report you. Um, You can go for coffee. There's breakout rooms and stuff. You don't really, because you've got to achieve your target. Um so we day one was a bit weird, day two was a bit weird, I was just trying to get my head round stuff, you don't really know people, um, but you know I'm like I just start talking to people, so I've been talking to different people and I've found out different stories. And I'm recording this after 10 night shifts, and I have actually got, like, a really strong posse. Um, I ask people their names because it's quite impersonable, and I say, what's your name? And and, and I'm starting to find people's stories. There's one man who, who's actually come from working in Buckingham Palace because his dad is dying and he's come to look after his dad there's another man whose son was born deaf and had an operation and can hear and told me that story there's another man who um was actually a homeless person as a teenager and has turned his life around um there's just uh, there's there's a man who's been traveling he's young and he wants to go traveling um, You know, there's just so many stories and all of a sudden I'm like so in love with all these people at the factory because it's made me realise so many things about, I'm going to cry actually, it makes me feel like I do, I do genuinely have so much feelings for these people um, so, the, after the first week, the Polish lady, our break is so short, she smokes. So, she has to choose between fangs and food. So, she chooses fangs, obviously, because it's a long shift if you smoke. Um, so, after the first week, I made her a pack lunch so that she could go out uh, and smoke. Because the smoking, uh, like, things are quite a walk as well. So, I made her a little pack lunch, a cheese sandwich and, and a biscuit and she was like, uh, sure, Ned. You're so, that's so nice. Um, and I made Kebron, who does seven shifts, I made him his dinner. And he was like, You have cooked this for me. And I was like, Yeah, because you work so hard. He was like, Oh, it's so nice. Um, on Saturday, when we start again our shift, I've bought party rings to start the week off because that being with these people is like a party. And um, we have the music on and, uh, I've started singing out loud, and Tina Turner came on, and I think because I was singing out loud, everybody started singing. So imagine this on the factory line, Tina Turner comes on, (laughs) simply the best, (laughs) I'm shouting, simply the best, night shifts better then all the rest, um, and everybody started singing, and then a couple of songs later, Whitney Houston came on, I want to dance with somebody, <laughs> and people were doing twists in the air, and going, woo. so um, then I also introduced um, the Power Hour, which is 6am, because we finish at 10 past 7, um, and so in the power hour, I shout, one hour, let's get some power. And everybody shouts, woo, woo, woo. Because the truth is everybody's shattered. Um, I just want you to remember that, that everybody has a story. And why don't you this week? Because we've been like locked down and not speaking to each other. Why don't you just find out somebody different story? Or phone your, phone your friend who you haven't spoke to in ages or somebody who works with you. Um, you know, we've started following each other on social media, so my secret will be out soon. But I know one of the people who I work with who is fantastic, he knows. Uh, I told him this week about Spread the Happiness and he was like so into it. Um, And I sent a positive message to them today because we finish on Wednesdays and they finish on Thursdays. um. And they said that they, that their shift without us is so hard because we have so much fun the rest of the time. And I think that's it, okay? Like, find out people's stories because everybody's a human. You know, some of those people walk to that factory and walk an hour to the factory. Like, in 2020, that, that seems like an unreal thing, doesn't it? But also these people are saving my soul because I feel so honored and so proud to be able to work with them um, and also work in a factory with robots like who knew that that could be so much fun um, join me on my next podcast thanks for listening to this one and finding all about uh, amazon I'm doing factory updates now while I'm at amazon so Uh, Please listen to the next one where I'll tell you about how I raised positivity within two weeks and productivity. Bye!